I, um, one other note on my Warriors, Josh, that was one thing that was really, really cool was on any like, given day during spring ball to kind of go by the facility. And when I say go by the facility, let's remember, um, I'm constantly taking my kids to <laughs> to things, so I'm always over there. I'm not just stalking the facility like, hey, coach, you need some help? I- I'm here. But to see you know, coaches from OU, Michigan, Notre Dame, I mean, it's it's really it's really cool. Going to be a really busy time, it looks like, around Carl Albert, too, there in Midwest City. Be ready. All right, good stuff on the text line. We'll get to it coming up in just a bit. Hour three. We are coming to you live from Caven's Caven's Group, but it encompasses so much now that they become Caven's Group. You name it, they can do it 24 7, 365 emergency services, mold removal, emergency water extraction, mold investigation. You know, I've been talking to Chris a lot today because he's here to help you on your roofing side of things. He's ready to fix your roof. And if you have issues, if you've been hit by the hailstorm, you need to pick up and and call a trusted voice, Cavens, 405-573-3048. All right, you you ready to hit the top five stories of the day? Never been more ready. Here we go. Let's do it. Uh, Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. By the way, uh, Newcastle Casino proudly brings you the top five stories of the day online at newcastlecasino.com. 14 table games at Newcastle Casino located off I-44 exit 107. Before the big story number time, uh, number five, two quick Kenneth Meyer Chevrolet text messages. Number one, from 5808, we need to call for a wellness check on Kindle. I don't. I think TJ may have blocked Kindle. Did TJ block Kindle? Is that what happened here? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. We might need a wellness check. And then the 409, we were talking about ballers in Washington. Uh, Coach Beller would appreciate this. From the 409, Coach Beller has a daughter that is a baller. Unfortunately, she was injured in the state tournament. Yeah, it went down with like a torn ACL. First in the, I want to say like the first quarter in the state tournament. It is a good time to be a Washington warrior. All right, big story, Josh, number five. Number five. Now, you were my noted golf guru, and we were trying to kind of put the connect the dots or put them together but i felt like yesterday was the first time that we heard from phil mickelson since the pga tour live golf marriage i couldn't find any other time where he talked about it so got a couple cuts like sharing with you right now um, Josh, either order you choose because I got two of them here, right? How about Mickelson, the appreciation for the PGA Live Tour combo? I would say I felt appreciation that we got to this point where we're working together because it makes me confident with where the game of golf is headed um, in the future. We felt like it was going to be about two years, roughly, 
before we got to that point. It took a year and a half or six months quicker than I thought it would, would be. And um, going forward, we're, very, we're all very optimistic about um, where the game of golf and the professional golf specifically is, is headed. Also, a lot of the changes that have been made uh, because of Live, we're all very appreciative, uh, both on the Live Tour as well as the PGA Tour. And we're happy for the guys out there that, uh, that they're having some positive changes there as well. There you go. There you go. Um, anything from that, Josh, that catches your eye or stands out to you? Yeah. Phil Mickelson. I, I, and I've been very pro Phil Mickelson, by the way. He right. is uh, in light of some comments that didn't paint him in a, a rosy light whatsoever. I thought that that was uh, unfair that some off-the-record comments were taken and used in that fashion to promote right. a book. But, uh, and I do think that he's, in a way, done a really nice thing for the players on the PGA Tour and for the game of golf in general. But stop acting like you had this master two-year plan. No, you didn't. It's worked out great. You did have good intentions. But, oh, well, we're actually six months ahead of my schedule. Stop it. You didn't have a schedule. Oh, Phil Mickelson. All right, big story, number four. Number four. In Major League Baseball last night, Josh, we had a rarity. We had a perfect game, and the final out sounded like this on the, I guess, is this the Yankees? And the Yankees radio network? Here is Ruiz, and the pitch to Estiori is swung on a ground ball to third. Donaldson has it. Throws the first in time. Domingo Herman on the 28th of June of 2023 has thrown the third regular season perfect game in Yankee history and the fourth overall to go along with Don Larson in 56 in the World Series. Does it really count if you throw a no-hitter against the A's? Domingo German gets it done last night, or Domingo Herman, as the Yankees won the game 11-zip. Your call. Does it's, it count or not? Oh, it counts. It, it's got to okay. be. It's got to be tough to throw a perfect game in a game that you win 11 to nothing, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> How much time you've sat sitting over on the bench watching your offense just mash? Uh, here was Yankees manager Aaron Boone afterwards. It's been a tough week for Domingo, you know, with what he's gone through, you know, losing an uncle and for him to go out there and do that. I mean, it only, I'm sure it adds to the emotion for him and to see his teammates, how excited they are for him, knowing what he's kind of going through the last couple of days. I'm just, I'm so proud of him. He's, you know, he's been through so much. And again, this is, this was not an easy, this has not been an easy week or time for him. And um, for him to go out there and, and paint that masterpiece uh, was really just a lot of fun to, to be able to watch. Look at Aaron Boone paint that masterpiece. Pretty impressive wording, man. Uh, well done. I watched baseball a lot last night. I kept waiting for the Dodgers to turn it around, and it didn't happen. They lost 9-8. to Anything else from baseball caught your eye last night? Uh, not necessarily. Good, which means we can get to big story number three. Number three. So it is truly dry time in the National Football League. But, Josh, there is a fascinating story that developed yesterday. Now, it's twofold because it, it it kind of affects big story number number two, 
on the NCAA side. But the NFL is expected this week to suspend Colts cornerback Isaiah Rodgers, who's expected to receive a season-long suspension, and a handful of other players involved in the most in the latest, most recent wave of gambling suspensions from the National Football League. The NFL said it plans to enforce and reinforce the policy to players. All rookies were now be required to attend mandatory education sessions. Oh, my gosh. You're lucky, Josh. You're, well, I, I can't say. Have you ever been involved in a job where you're required to take mandatory training based on something that you know all the rules about, but because someone screwed up, you're required to take more training on it? I, f- I feel like in my Dylan's grocery <laughs> career at some point in time, a s- situation like well, that occurred with proper bagging procedures or stocking. Or this right, or that. Okay, so I have one for radio for you. I have one for radio for you. Every year in December, as part of my, I guess you could say, employment with iHeartRadio and iHeartMedia, now, and technically, 94.7 is an iHeart station. Uh, 14.30 is an iHeart station. But you guys know when you're listening to this what I'm talking about. I don't think Josh or TJ or, or Toby have to worry about it. But me, I, Fox Sports Radio, being under the iHeart umbrella, you're, I'm involved in this training. And do you know what we have to take a 20- to 30-minute training about, Josh? That you can't play the EAS test alert because when it's not an emergency and do you know why we have to take that training every single year because somebody played the eas alert because bobby bones thought it would be funny to play an eas uh, eas test alert in the middle of one of his bits so we have to take eas test training every december because of bobby freaking bones well hang on now was it was it funny for the bit? Now I don't know. That's a good question. What's was it worth it? Was it one of those moments where he got called in and they're like, "Dude, hilarious," but everybody now has to take this training that ever works for us because of it. <laughs> also, we'd like to discuss a raise. Yeah, exactly. But no, I um, for NFL players, they're like, "We know the rules. We know the rules. We uh, uh, more training." The NFL's emphasized its six key rules. The bookends of them, don't bet on the NFL, don't play daily, daily fantasy football. To date, four Detroit Lions players, one Washington Commander player, have been suspended by the NFL for gambling violations. And, of course, Calvin Ridley was suspended the entire 2022 season. Falcons eventually traded him to the Jaguars. You know, it's funny because Florio's been all over this. I mean, this is just a Florio kind of a story. And he kept teasing, oh, man, why do you hear this name? But yet, no offense to Isaiah Rogers, the only name I keep hearing is Isaiah Rogers, Josh. So I'm just going to assume that if it's a big name, we'll wait. All right, big story number two.
Number two. Um. <laughs> well done. Well done. Off the super secret text so line. All right, big story number two. Two new rules in the NCAA. One, thanks to kind of some foresight from Tom Luganbill, we've been talking about quite a bit. The NCAA D1 Council proposed changes to the transfer period windows that would reduce the total number of days from 60 down to 30 days. As it stands now, there is a transfer window in college football. Yeah, I don't need to go through all the list. But for winter sports, there is a 60-day window that begins with a given sports championship selection, and there is a 45-day window for spring sports. And as we, I think, all agree, it's just too long. Like, especially, Josh, if you're a coach and you're trying to put together a roster, I mean, for 60 days, you're on pins and needles. So at the very least, make it 30 and make it to where decisions are made quicker. They don't drag out longer. Yeah, it could probably be tightened up just a little bit. You know, then again, when does the when does the window start? Like, right at the end of the season? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and and so I kind of understand, you know, even if even if the window started two weeks after the season ended, I don't think would be the worst idea just because everybody needs a two-week window just to decompress in general. The other big news, the NCAA has amended its penalties for student-athletes who violate the gambling policy. They increased leniency and in some cases based the punishment on the amount wagered intriguing d1 legislative committee on tuesday ratified guidelines for reinstating student athletes who violate sports betting rules betting by student athlete on any sport offered by the ncaa is prohibited in the past, it's resulted in a loss of a season of eligibility, but the new guidelines adjust that. Now, any student athlete who bet on their own games or on other sports at their own school will still face a potential loss of college eligibility. Student athletes who bet on their own sport but not involving their school could lose 50% of the season but for all other wagering violation, the cumulative dollar amount of the wagers will be taken into consideration. So in other words, you can risk it, but as long as you keep, let's see, bets totaling between 200 and $500, 10% of the season, you get over $800, Josh, you're talking about 30% of the season. So if you're in like the 5 to $10 range and you're just throwing a fun bet out there if it's legal in your state, it looks as if you're in a pretty good spot to where, you know, you still don't want to risk it. You still don't want to do it. But it's not as, as damning as maybe it was before. Which I think is good. That's probably how it should be. You've got, you've got folks that just either – even with proper training, 
did not know or forget the rules or don't care about the rules and think that ah, it's just a small bet. So if you have an individual like that that bet $15, $20, yeah, probably they shouldn't lose a season over it. I mean, that seems way too punitive. Let's see. Let's see how they continue to adjust. Let's see how it continues to adjust. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, we have this. Remember, this is the the conversation that we had when this first came out with the Iowa Iowa State with a guy that was like, "Well, I can still drive," and oh, I'm doing the voice again. The guy that was, "I can drive CDL and I smoke weed all the time." And every single like CDL driver is like, "Yeah, no, you can't. That's that's just not right." Well, you can, but that's kind. <laughs> It's not allowed. Sure you can, but you're probably going to get fired. And then he wanted to call, like, the owner of a trucking company and say, you sure can. And then you had the person that wanted to fight and say, well, as long as, you know, I say it's a medical condition, my employer can't do anything about me smoking weed. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, they can. (laughs) Put that into gambling senses. It might be legal to gamble in Iowa in Kansas and New York. But if the NCAA says you can't do it or you risk your eligibility, you're probably going to make sure, Josh, that you're laying off for a while so you don't risk your eligibility. You would think in most circumstances, yeah. You would think you would not want to smoke that weed so you don't lose your job. All right, big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Have you ever had to take a drug test before for a job? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm over 48. Like, I haven't had to. Well, it's a Dylan's day here on the program, but look, you're not you're not getting that Dylan's job unless you, uh, well. <laughs> oh, Dylan's grocery, you had to. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I think it was, uh, I think it was a mouth swab. Oh, wow. Yeah, Josh, we noticed that you had a Bud Light two days ago. Is this going to keep you from doing your job correctly? No, that was uh, – I mean, that's anybody that works there. It's Really? I, oh, yeah. That's Well, intense. back in the day, for sure. They would always threaten everyone back in the Clear Channel days. It's like, I hear the rumors are it's drug testing going to oh, start up. The, that's and a Phil, scary thing, isn't it? Phil Stone dropped the greatest line ever. He's like half and pause, and he goes – the entire KMOD staff would have to resign. I don't think it's happening. <laughs> I'm All right. Call it BS. <laughs> All right. Relax. Uh, re- relaxation. Relaxation. Uh, They're not recruiting. Drug testing. That is the key to drug testing. Relaxation. Recruiting. Recruiting. The name of the day is Wyatt Gilmore. And Sooners have picked up a commitment from the Rogers, Minnesota senior defensive end. Um, not necessarily a massive number of stars next to his name, but that don't matter. Uh, he's taken officials to Miami and Minnesota, becomes the 10th commitment for the 2024 class, fourth post-barbecue weekend, 6'4", 245, three-star pro- uh, prospect, number four in the state, and, uh, again, just seems like a guy that they, they like, seems like a guy whose profile will continue to grow, and Josh seems like a good fit. Yeah, good, good add to the class. Uh, somebody that Chavis in Oklahoma obviously coveted. You you won out over a couple of the Power Five programs you mentioned. I always think it's a big deal if uh, you're an out of 
out-of-state program, and you go beat the in-state school for said prospect, and, uh, you know, you flip on the tape, and you see some really good qualities out there on the edge for Gilmore. So, yeah, no, Oklahoma fans uh, should be excited about it. So is the next date July 1, Justin Denson? Is that the next date that we're, we're waiting for? Denson, who has it down to Alabama, Florida, Michigan State, Texas A&M, and Oklahoma. I didn't get to listen to Locked On yesterday, so I missed it. But uh, July 1 appears to be the next big date after getting Xavier Robinson, the running back out of Carl Albert, and then yesterday adding Wyatt Gilmore. We'll have more on the Cruton side next with the Plank Show right here on The Wrap. Do you want to hit some uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line text, Josh? Absolutely. Fun. By the way, big night for me tonight. Big night for me tonight. For the Night Owls, I'm filling in for Ben Maller tonight. Did I tell you that? Oh, no. I know, right? This, this is very problematic for Friday. I know. I know. But listen, here's the good thing, all right? I found this thing that apparently helps to keep you up. Have you heard of this? Meath? Uh, Meath? Yeah. So no, <laughs> no, no. no we're, we're good. To, we'll have to have Caven's group come out there and check things out. <laughs> it's true. They they can take care of it now. But when I when I when I when I made the decision, it was very knee jerk. Like, hey, Ben's out this week. Would you like a day? I'm like, sure. I like Eddie. I've worked with Eddie for years. Uh, hey, Chris Perfett. I like Chris. He does our Sunday show a lot. And I said, yeah, I'd love to work with him. And he goes, oh, well, the only day Chris is working is Thursday. And I was like, book it. And in my mind, I was like, Thursday and Friday. Now what? And then I realized we're going to be out at Baker's camp on Friday. So, Josh, it's going to be fine because, A, I've got a sleep schedule planned. And, B, we're going to be standing outside, so I'm going to sweat to death anyway tomorrow, right? Isn't that the, the fair way to look at it? It is. So let me get okay. this straight. Go ahead. The, uh, the shift is uh, what time again? 1 to 5 a.m. Okay. And uh, what's your plan for sleeping so, okay. today? This is a very good question. This is a very good question. So I have a lot of work to do at home. We are hosting 4th of July. Oh, no. And- but, well, but again, you know, I, I always host 4th of July, right? I Everyone is invited to my house on the 4th of July. Now, you might not, it's not as much fun as I'm making it sound, but my brother-in-law comes in town. He usually has to help me with one thing to fix my mower. Then we, we, we sit around and we grill and we hit golf balls in my backyard all day. Then we go to the trails and we watch the fireworks show at the trails. It's awesome. It's a, it's a family tradition. So... That's become our thing for the 4th of July. But, Josh, I've got to make the house look good. So I've got some weeds to pull. I don't know if we can burn right now. I don't know. But I do have some stuff I need to burn. If not, I'll just throw it in my neighbor's backyard. So i got to make the plan. i got to mow. So I'm getting a few things done. But the plan is like a 6P to 10P sleep. Mate, mate. Maybe even closer to midnight, like maybe like a an eight to midnight, then do the show, and then a quick nap, and then boom, nine to noon tomorrow. You don't seem confident with my plan. 
Yeah, well, no, I, I think it's a terrific idea. <laughs> you, you know what tomorrow? You know what tomorrow might uh, might end up happening for the first time is me finally bringing that mic, like we're supposed to for our live shows. <laughs> in other words, we've joked about when we go live because I like to talk to everyone in the room, just taking a mic and be like, "Here, Friday could be that first day, Josh." And how's your camp experience? All right, now how's yours? <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Can I get another camper over here? Can you be a little bit longer with your camp experience? I'm just going to close my eyes here for a second. Dad's just going to rest his eyes here for a little bit while he sits <laughs> on the couch. No, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be I, good. Have, can, I would not have taken the show with any concerns at all, if I had any concerns at all. We've done this before. Now, if I were to mix in five to eight, then maybe we would have another conversation about what I'm doing. Uh, Brooke hit us up on the super secret textoso line and writes, I used to be obsessed with Bobby Bones when he and his cohorts were in Austin. I found out about his show because of Andy Roddick, who was my absolute favorite athlete for too long. And those two are good friends. Well, and those that don't know, Bobby Bones and DJ Gasso are married two sisters did I, did I say that right they're brother-in-laws with each other yeah that's did that's, i get it right that's that's the easy well they're married to uh people of the same family there you go i usually botch it when i'm trying to explain it's, yeah brother-in-laws a little more thank, simplistic thank you like when dj got married bobby was at his wedding when when utah played ou <laughs> bobby was was there so that's yeah it's and like it's they always, know each other right and it's all his fault now that we have to take EAS testing because him and his crew thought it'd be funny to play an EAS alert in the middle of one of their bits. So every year, Bobby Bones, we got to go through EAS testing because of you. Yo, you know, I got to say, it, it actually it is funny now. Even if the bit wasn't funny, listening to your complaints to take the testing year after year after year, it's Bobby Bones. Bravo. It, it is funny. Do you know what Clay Travis's fault? You know what Clay Travis has caused everyone to have to do? What's that? If you listen on 94.7, you might hear every so often this little portion of the program are pre-recorded, which none of our show is pre-recorded. <laughs> but because Clay Travis used to like to sleep in, so at 10 o'clock at night, he'd send like his entire first hour into Fox Sports Radio. And he got called on a few things. They finally were like, okay, you just need to let people know that this is pre-recorded. And so they've had to do it with everything. There's testing we have to take for that, too. Basically, he uh, he would have something pre-recorded and the news would be totally different the next morning. That's right. That's right. Oh, that is. He, he would do a show that is rough. at like 8 and 9 o'clock at night. And then he'd go to bed. And then, he, and, and then by the time that he finally got going, you know, in the – second hour of the show or whatever, like half the news that he had talked about was, was two-day-old news, three-day-old news. Uh, Brad from the OKC writes, from the OKC, and you think tomorrow's going to be a problem on this show? How does the new commit of White Gilmore affect the other elite D-line recruits? How many defensive linemen are OU expected to take in the 2024 class? Brad, the only answer I could possibly bring you is the correct one, which is all of them. That's right. But, I mean, we shall see. It's it, 
I, I think a lot of it centers around David Stone, right? I hate to keep going back to the crutch name and the crutch conversation, but doesn't a lot a lot of this center around what David Stone does and what he decides to do? And and Winery. I mean, each of those sure. guys. Uh, sorry, Winery too, yeah. One yeah. interior guy, one uh, on the edge that those are going to be priority ads. I mean, those are five-star potential signings. So, yeah, I mean, you've always got room for those two in your class. And, and then everything else probably uh, you, you build around that. I would just generically say – Three at each, right? Three interior, three out, right. outside, and maybe a fourth at both if you really, really like some guys. Where did you find this, Sugar Shane? How did you find this? Have you seen this? I heard people talk about it. Is this a real thing, the proposed facility upgrade? Yes. Not? Was this supposed to leak? Are we? Are, is it okay no. for us to watch this? No. But – this is from Anonymous Anonymous. Yeah, the, the, it's got twenty three hundred views already on YouTube. Yeah, and it was posted yesterday from Anonymous Anonymous, and it is exactly <laughs> the proposed football facility. It is uh, from everything that I've been told. It's pretty much in line with what the thought process is for this to look like. Now, I'm not saying that this is what OU is showing people. I don't know. But when you're thinking about how and what they want it to be, Josh Helmer, this is this is it. How'd this get out? So you're you're confirming this is uh, this is the plan. I don't really know if it's my place to confirm it, but let's oh, just man. say, they, they, anonymous, anonymous, got it, ladies and gentlemen. This is pretty much. Oh, it looks awesome. Doesn't it look amazing? Yeah. I mean, this, this is pretty is... much in line with what I've heard. Now, I haven't seen anything, but. I got to say, I uh, initially, on many an occasion, thought, do they really need all this new stuff? And I'm officially convinced. 15 seconds into the video, you've, you've got me sold. I Yes, it has to get done. Get it done now. Anonymous, anonymous. Look at you. Look at you. Hey, how long will Anonymous Anonymous remain anonymous? This IP address, they're going to track that down quick, well, are but, they not? But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It might be calculated. It might be calculated. Because when you look at that, it is awesome, right? And suddenly you go from, oh, wait, why do we need to get a new facility? We just built one. And you see this and you're like, all right, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you get it. You see the vision. <laughs> and from my understanding, that back area, Josh, that they're looking at is going to be an area for all athletes, right, for all athletes. But looks really cool, doesn't it? Oh, it looks amazing. You are a ninja, Sugar Shane. You are a ninja. Uh, from the 405. There's a basketball oh. court back there. We've got a theater. Yeah. We've yeah. got a pool. Let's break, and then we'll get back to the text. Because they're all really good, but I don't want to get off the clock too much. TJ's already in a bad mood today. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble again. Yeah, he's, he lost the uh, he lost the chicken draft. Is that right? He lost the chicken draft. It has not gone well. Quick break. We're back with more of the Plank Show next, right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back to the Plank Show. You know, it's interesting, Josh, in that 
I didn't realize how many different concept videos there were on the tube of yous. But I will say, this video that's, and again, I'm just to be clear, I don't know that it's not kind of like a known thing or a public thing, and this, again, is just a proposal. So, someone hit us up. Maybe Anonymous Anonymous hit us up on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. They regularly show the visual concepts for the new facility to recruits. I didn't realize it wasn't public. That's what I'm saying is, is I, I don't, I didn't. But we're having enough people that are like, where is this? What is it? I want to see it. That would lead me to believe, Josh, that it hasn't been out there a ton. I don't know. That video presentation, dude, I watched it during the break. Gave me freaking chills. Chills. You know, it's just, it's amazing. And it is, I will say this, in that visual representation, it is much larger than I could have imagined what that facility was going to be. It's massive. If indeed that if is indeed that's it. legitimate rendering. Yeah, I mean, it looks incredible. It looks incredible. It would be... It would be a game changer for Oklahoma. If, if they build that, I mean, just the simple – it's already a wow factor coming to Gaylord sure. Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium for, for a game day. I think in general, if, uh, you know, from around the country you see it's – a, it's a museum of football, right? But this takes it th- – this rendering would take it to a whole new level. I mean, there, there'd be nothing like it naturally. It'd be incredible. I would add, I would add, it doesn't look like it's something that would be done quickly. Yeah, yeah, well, you can <laughs> say that again for sure. It looks like it might take some time. And, and if it's not out there, if it's, if it's not out there, Josh, to me, should be. Should be. Because I'm ready to run through a wall. I've got, I think I've got $12 in my wallet right now. You tell me where it needs to go, Caitlin Montgomery, because I want that new facility built. Which, by the way, again, as uh, Plank pointed out, Joe C., if you need anonymous anonymous contact information, <laughs> we, we have it, I think, on the text line. <laughs> Sooner Gundy. Professor X. Yeah, Professor X is throwing it out. Uh, for the Athletic Village, they have a mini golf course and slide. I saw it. We saw it, Brandon. And add to it the museum? Bro. How awesome could a Sooner Museum be? I loved as, well, I wasn't a kid, but whenever I came, my first Sooner game I ever came to was when I was in college and they played Missouri. And we came down and they had just started like the Switzer Center where you could walk through. And that just, that to me, that to me is incredible. What that can do on a game day or just a trip, right? I love that idea. Love it. Um, back to the text line. But thank you. Who was that? Sugar Shane that got it out? Thank you, Sugar Shane. If it's already been out there, I apologize. But for me, that was kind of one of those jaw-dropping moments. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Anonymous Anonymous. We just, we just paid your rent. It's, it's already 100 views since we've uh, started Now look at us. It. Look at us. 99 of those are me. Uh, sooner finish. In Raleigh writes, 
Oklahoma high school football players have zero to complain about towards scholarships offered. Just take a gander at the OU men's tennis roster, and one wonders if anyone plays tennis in Oklahoma or even the United States. I mean, we are talking about a sport that has like maybe 12 people on their roster versus one that has 80. So Frisco Sooner asks a very good question. Is there a chance that OU, in their mind, was maybe doing, say, Cooper Alexander more of a favor and more interested in Nate Roberts? It just kind of seems they threw the kid a bone. If he takes it, great. If not, he moves on down the line. Again, I have no idea if that's what happened, but that's my perception. Uh, I don't think so, man. I, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I don't think it was, hey, we're recruiting Nate Roberts, so why don't we go ahead and see what Cooper Alexander can bring for us? I don't think so. That is just me. Uh, 5808, I like to imagine Mr. Sports dressed shirtless in overalls tucked into his boots, big chief chew filling up one cheek, sharpening his knife he uses to whittle wooden figurines of Joe John Finley. <laughs> yes, that is Mr. Sports. It's got to be. True sooner. Storaco, oh, uh, on the softball portal. Storaco was in Norman literally the day after OU won the national title in 2022. It's true. Which, speaking of true sooner, he's hanging on. Oh, is he? Well, let's let's get him in to wrap the show up next. We'll do it live. Plank Show's on the road at Cavens Group, 405-573-3048, or cavensgroup.com. It's Plank Show. All right, let's get true sooner in here to wrap the show up. What's going on, True? How are you? Hey, Chris. I was spinning around the serious dial on Saturday morning. I guess uh-huh. do we still have a do we still have a dial? I guess we do. Um, but I was I spinning do. around the serious, and I caught you on there. Mm-hmm. And I was going to tell you, you could not have been dating Alyssa Milano because I was in high school. Yeah, so I mean, listen, who's the boss? The who's the boss version of Alyssa Milano was my oh, yeah. first love, my crush. Um, it, she was it to me. That was my dream girl my whole life. So, yes, Alyssa Milano, number one. Sam, I think, was her character's name. Sam, Sam she's a little yeah. tomboyish. Yeah, that was yeah. that's yeah. number one, number one on my depth chart for eternity. Right. That's yeah, I was going to tell course. you this. Okay, so this, <laughs> this, this football complex, <laughs> this football complex, complex or building, I haven't been able to look at the video yet, but this isn't going to be one of those deals where, we get this official video at some point that you're talking about, and then when it comes time to, comes time to build it, they're going to cut it back to 600 seats or anything, right? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 2,400 permanent I, seats. I, hey, I, <laughs> don't shortchange it. <laughs> you know, I heard some but, buzz I mean, on that. By the way, speaking of things I'm hearing buzz on, I just I keep, I keep hearing that there is a consistent idea that when it's all said and done, there's going to be more seats than even we realize. Yeah, I, I don't I know, know if that helps. Six hundred. I know they're going to have six hundred. You know, you know they can bring six hundred in right now. I guess when it's done and get it up to three thousand. By the way, by the way, this anonymous anonymous Twitter feed has posted one, two, four videos. All of them are on proposed facility upgrades. And none of them until Oklahoma had more than 14 views, Josh. 14. Oh, I'm sorry. The um, the uh, Kennesaw State 
renovations had 31 views. The Oklahoma Sooner one is over 2,500 now. So you're welcome. Now, is this going to have anything to do with the physical football field stadium seats, or is it all no. like an athletic village type? Team, team facility, athletic okay, village, yeah. training, everything in one building. Not scattered in, in, in a part like they are in the current setup, but it'd be okay. everything under one roof. So it's probably a, it's probably five years down the road at minimum of being completed. Oh, my gosh. This project. Five. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> From yeah. what I just watched, jeez, it's like Broken Arrow Expressway construction. We're going to be on it for a little bit. But now it well, seems they, like they, it would – it seems like quite an undertaking. I don't, I don't know if it would be five, but, yeah, it's, it would take several years. And it's all south of the stadium, I'm assuming, right? No. East. The, east. No? East, east, uh-huh. okay, east, okay, okay. Hey, you guys have a great day. You too. Can't wait to watch this Gadsden State <laughs> project next. You'll make that sixteen views that it had on that. So they how, have the. How do you go from Kennesaw State <laughs> to Gadsden State to right. the University of Oklahoma? This this person's got to be with the uh, like the construction side, right, or the engineering side. This person's email address is anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> Three four eight eight one. On the more info about this channel, there's nothing. It just joined on January on April twenty fourth of twenty twenty, and before the OU videos in the last month, it had twenty six views. <laughs> and somehow this person got a hold of the proposed Sooner Complex, and uh, reportedly, yeah, uh, reportedly, possibly, hypothetically. It looks awesome. Anonymous, Anonymous, I just want you to know that if this is not the facility, you've ruined everybody's, uh, I don't know, like next decade. Well, and, and also, if it's not, you've set some expectations pretty sky high. But from everything that we've seen on the Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line, maybe in a certain degree that's been out there, right? some, some people have seen renderings of this. Boy, we've ended up having a show today. Proud of this one. Uh, thanks to Gary and the crew at Cavens. They are always giving back to the community. Um, almost half a million dollars in donations over the last decade. Um, Fourth of July, if there's any issues that you have with fire, uh, Cavens will be there to clean it up for you. 405-573-3048. Steelman is standing by next on The Ref.